0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: I hear her sing, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> You're tuned into another episode of Two Live Tuesdays right here on NG Fire with your girl, Nakia, and that was my girl, Sadrina with that beautiful intro to woman. Yeah, and you know why we're doing that, right? Because it is Women's History Month, and right here on Ng Fire for the month of March, we are celebrating women who are making phenomenal moves. We're making major moves. who have also had some setbacks and some obstacles within the arts, the music, and the entertainment industry, but we're celebrating these women throughout the month of March. I am elated to have been connected with some phenomenal women throughout these industries, and tonight it's no different. But before we get into the interview, I want to give you what is today? Travel Tip Tuesday. Yeah, who's traveling? Well, I'm not. I got all those tickets well, luckily, you know what I'm saying, I jumped on them because they were cheap. But I wasn't trying to go, like, this week, you know what I'm saying? I bought them to travel in, like, June, July, September. I even got one for January of next year. So I feel like I'm good, you know, as far as my travel is concerned. But I still want to give you travel tips for those people who still may have, you know, flights or cruises that will be leaving, you know, like – um, next week or, you know, sometime in April. Let me let you know what's going on and things that you should, should you know, consider before you travel across the U.S., all right? This is according to the CDC, and normally they generally do not issue um, advisories or restrictions for travel across the U.S. However, due to the cases, the many, many cases of the coronavirus um, that are, have been reported across the United States, These are things that you should consider before traveling, all right? Questions. Is COVID-19 spreading in the areas that you're going to travel to? All right, so if COVID-19 is spreading at your destination but not where you live, you may be more likely to get infected if you travel there than if you stay home. If you have questions about your destination, you should check your destination's local health department website for more information, all right? Will you or your travel companions be in close contact with others during your trip? Your risk exposure to respiratory viruses like coronavirus may increase in crowded settings to closed in settings with little air circulation. This may include settings such as conferences, public events like concerts and sporting events, um, religious gatherings, public spaces like movie theaters, um, shopping malls, and public transportation like buses, metro, and trains. Right. are you or your travel companions more likely to get severe illness if you get COVID-19? People at higher risk for severe disease are older adults and people of any age with serious chronic medical conditions such as heart disease, lung disease, or diabetes. And, you know, I actually read um, high blood pressure as well. Um, CDC recommends that travelers at higher risk for COVID-19 complications avoid all cruise travel and non-essential air travel. Do you have or plan, uh, I'm sorry, do you have a plan for taking time off from work or school in case you are told to stay home for 14 days for self-monitoring or if you get sick with C? You know, what I think you guys have all heard this or you've seen it somewhere. Just make sure you have a backup plan, you know, if you have to self-quarantine for 14 days. Um, do you live with someone who is older or has a serious chronic medical condition? I think you should already have something in plan Already, you know, if you do live with someone who's older and they have these extreme medical these really serious, you know, health conditions, you should already have that type of plan, you know, in place. Um, it's COVID-19 spreading where I live when I return from travel. So if you leave here and things are, you know, it, it's not really bad, but then you come back and it's crazy, right? So consider the risk of passing, cov 19 O V COV-ID-19 to others during travel, particularly if you will be in close contact with people who are older. So think about the older, you know, individuals with severe chronic health conditions. Um, take all of that into consideration when you're making your travel plans. You know, it's not about you now. You got to look out for the other man, right? Um, so depending on your unique circumstances you may choose to delay or cancel your plans. That's what I got for your Travel Tips Tuesday, all right? No movies this week because, as we see, a lot of movie theaters are being shut down, okay? So no no movies. I gave you new music uh, on yesterday, so make sure you go back and listen to the show that we had yesterday with the um, host, producer, uh, TV and radio personality, The Essence of the The Essence Show, Phenomenal Interviews. Make sure that you come right back here on Thursday. Well, who do we have? Published author, entrepreneur, blogger. What is she, Christian fiction author? Yes, she now will be here with two major announcements. And I told you I was feeling some type of way, right, because she hadn't told me what they were. But I kind of know what one of them is now. My secret, but I I ain't in the dark no more. So I'm excited to have her on the show, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Thursday the 19th. Hey, you know what today is, besides Tuesdays on Indy Fire? It's St. Patrick's Day. Like, I ain't seen nobody talk other than me. I ain't seen nobody talk about St. Patrick's Day. Like, I I saw people say, you know, I better not see not one, you know, black person talking about St. Patrick's Day. That's all I saw today. (laughs) Nevertheless, you know, we celebrate everything around here. So happy St. Patrick's Day, you know, on behalf of Indy Fire. All right, as I said earlier, we here at Indy Fire are celebrating Women's History Month. Tonight, no different. Uh, On a journey, we're on a journey this month, uh, celebrating and presenting to you all Quest of a Woman. right, where we are celebrating women who are making major moves in the arts and the music and the entertainment industries. Tonight, our very special guest is true crimes writer and published author, Samantha Swain. Again, she's a writer of True crime. And as a published author, Ms. Swain is from a suburb in Chicago and the mother of one. While working in criminal investigation division, this author has found a lane of using her desire to write since her childhood years to writing what people are natural spectators of watching on television. In addition to her own writing, Samantha is now spearheading anthologies on some very challenging topics, namely domestic violence, narcissism. Mental illness and its effects on men, secrets, depression, and BDSM. Mm. We're about to have some fun up in here tonight. Anybody by listening audience, I present to you my very, very special guest, true crimes writer and published author, Miss Samantha Swain.
2: Hey girl, how you doing? I'm good. I'm well rested. (laughs) Yes, good, yes, yes. I want
1: to say, I want to say off top for being able to join us here this evening. You could have been anywhere. Thank you for having me here. Yeah, here with us, giving so freely of yourself to not only myself but my listening audience here, sharing um, with us your passion. Um, what it is that you do, and uh, why it is that you do what you do. So, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, ma'am. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. You are so very welcome. So very welcome. I want to. I want to. Before I jump into the juicy stuff, because you know, I already talked about it. Before I jump into that, <laughs> I want to just backtrack. I want to backtrack just a little bit and um, start. You know, from the beginning. When did you first realize that you wanted to be a writer?
2: I never knew, uh, to to be quite honest. Wow. Wow. I, yeah, it, it was just me. I come from um, a single, a singing family. If I could give you some names, you would be blown away that I'm related to these individuals. However, in my immediate family, I am the youngest and only girl in my family, eight Mm -hmm. years behind the youngest boy. So (laughs) as a matter of survival, you know, I think about the on what's happening and she always wanted a quarter if you didn't want her to tell <laughs> she held her hand out well say right, I right. was the type if you don't want me to tell
0: <laughs>
2: I, I won't write about it that that was who knew that that would be something you know the law of attraction is real it it really is real and I recall one day uh, being over at my grandfather's house. And I tripped and hurt my knee on the sidewalk. And he said, granddaughter, because, you know, it was so many of us. He didn't call you by name. He he probably mm-hmm. knew your name. But it was mm-hmm. just easier to say grandson or granddaughter. Right, he right. said, right about it. And do something about it. I had to have been Mm -hmm. about six years old. And so who knew that it would come at me the way that it has. And the law of attraction is real. And I just, um, my family currently, children of these singers, um, have tried to coax me into singing again. And yes, I used to, but that really wasn't my thing. You know, Mm -hmm. I didn't want to be a part of what they were all doing and can do and have been successful at doing it. I wanted my own lane. And writing was it. And one day I received a call from a cousin. And she said, you know, meet me at the studio such and such a day and time. And I get there. I'm like, okay, whatever. So I get there. She had microphones set up. She had everything set up. (laughs) And who's on the track? Me. She said, "I just, cousin, I need your voice. Let me, let me, just back me up this one time." And I said, "Okay." And you know, I had a good time, and you know, I whatever. And um, I would do that for her because I love her, and I know what she's trying to do I I understand that and uh, she can do it without me yeah she will be (laughs) successful without anybody knowing my name but being in that environment just it did bring back something but it wasn't my lane and I am the relative who was always looked at to uh come up with a hook you know like murphy lee used to say what the hook gonna be uh-huh. yeah, yeah, well, yeah. See, <laughs> the, the, that was my saying i would come up with a hook in in minutes and you know once i hear a song and what you're trying to do and where you want it to go i give you something you don't pay me for it but i give you something and so, I, I, you know, writing is my lane. It truly is my lane. Truly is my lane. It's all me. And so now I have these singing relatives who can't fathom why I won't move out of that lane. Like... Well, you're not coming with us. No, I'm not. Hey, Noah and his family uh, knew people was on the outside of the ark, you know, and you know they had to save their lives. So that's right. how right. I, you know, how. Let me do my lane, and I'll see you at the top. That's my thing. That became my phrase. I'll see you at the top. Let me get there. how I know to get there um because I was taught very well, and uh so were you. We come from the same family, and you're gonna be at the top too, probably faster than me, but that's okay. I'm gonna be there and and um. Yes, I've been a true crime writer, which for me is very fulfilling. Um, The last person that I knew to be a true crime writer was Agatha Christie, but she's neither young nor black. (laughs) So... (laughs) I, I, you no. know, I purposely, when I have to go somewhere and have to sign in, I purposely put my name as Sam because I know that's what they're expecting a man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, you, yeah. They're yeah. not expecting me. But then when they take attendance and they say Samantha, and then I have to raise my hand, ta da! Here I am, and, and and so you know a group, a room full of men, and me. You know that that brings me such I I, I can't put into words. I really just can't put into words. So let me have my lane. I will stick to my lane, and it's not easy. True crimes, it's not easy, Um, and it takes a lot of research. If you are not familiar with laws, that's the part that would, you know, make you wreck your brain, like they did this, and then realized that this is what would happen. And I, I don't talk to a lot of people that have children because don't look to me as a, an attorney who can help you with your child to get out of trouble. No. That's not what I do, <laughs> and that's it, it, and, it, and that's not what I write about. Trust me, what I write about, you nor your family are involved in this kind of crime. See, while uh, people on the street, commoners, um, are stealing cars, and y- you know, I can tell you. Why a woman Is better at robbing A bank than a man See I Choose that angle And when I Tell Mature women The difference And why a woman Would not be Identified in a bank heist And you know it, trust and believe. It's for a common reason, but yet she she got the bank money. Y'all y'all go catch her, go get her. You know, but if it was a man, why they are always caught? There's a difference, and that's the type of writing that I do. Um, and then uh, I had to push my latest book on the back burner. And I, which is fine, because I've started with these anthologies. Some killer topics that people just don't want to discuss because it's so real and i have uh one group that is finished um my first writing anthology team they're all done um my sec- they're talking about domestic violence my second group is talking about narcissism and i had one lady to jump on board and like i want to be cuz she Wanted to be part of something that I was spearheading, and then she said, "What's the topic?" And I told her the topic. She said, "What does that mean?" I said, "It, it means that you you <laughs> it means that you need to go <laughs> because narcissism <laughs> is nothing." <laughs> to play with And um, a, a few years ago I've earned My bachelor's in Psychology So I knew no what it is But This writing team I, I Such humbling respect I have for them because it's not easy. There are people who <laughs> hate for it to sound like the twilight zone, but there are people walking around <laughs> with that trait undiagnosed. You can't make any sense out of explaining them to them that is the killer that mm-hmm. and they are experiencing that daily one woman uh she got out <laughs> uh, you know and that's narcissism. not easy this yeah. is the narcissism yeah 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 that's yeah. not easy and i and every time i chat with one of them i just grab my heart because i'm like oh man man really yeah really Th- that's been their experience their life and um uh, what is dragging is the anthology on depression. That's the majority of the people that we know. But I am having the hardest time finding two people, inexperienced writers, who want to share their experience or their thoughts on something that can be that's relatable. It,
0: it,
2: that would be, well, all of my anthology books would be number one bestsellers because they are putting your thumb on the issues of what's going on. And, um, and you know
1: what's funny? You know what's funny? Hmm. Um, I've had, I've had several authors on the show that wanted to. That wanted to uh, have their own, they wanted to create their own genre um, of and discuss situations, risky situations that they felt that people weren't talking about. These are, these are topics that, you know, they felt were too risky for the general Um, Population Mm -hmm. to read, but these were ideas and these were things that people, you know, that people that I know go through on a daily basis. And and every one of these Mm -hmm. topics, domestic violence, I'm a domestic violence advocate. I work with domestic violence survivors, okay? Um, Narcissistic Mm. men and women, people that deal with mental illness, um, the effects that it has on men, that's something that I'm advocating right now. Secrets that people hold from their lives that, that they've carried for generation, um, you know, that they've carried from generation to generation, that they've carried from yeah, family yeah. member to family member. People that deal with depression, that causes suicidal thoughts. You know, I work, I'm a suicide prevention advocate as well. And then that last topic that we're going to discuss, you know what I'm saying? So I'm not sure why these topics are so hard for you to find individuals to, to you know, help you um, complete these anthologies. We're going to talk about this after the show because I can give you names no one um, or I can send the people forward. in your direction, you know what I'm saying, so that you Please. can help
2: move Please. yourself
1: forward. But this is what networking and connecting is, is all about. But the people are out mm-hmm. there. Sometimes people don't want to share their story because of uh, what they've gone through. But to me, I feel that I am a very transparent individual, and I feel that you know you can't stay bottled up and clenched, you know, and and hold on to everything that you've gone through, um, because I feel that you go through these things to be um, a blessing to someone else. Yeah, your trials yeah. and your tribulations stand as a testament of your faith, and and is a testimony to what God has taken you through and can only be a blessing to someone else. And so you can't stay bottled up on on what he's brought you through. You have to be able to share that with somebody else. And so me, myself, have dealt with depression for 22 years, okay? And so Mm -hmm. if you want me to write about it, I don't got no problem. I don't mind telling my story. And I still battle with it on a daily basis. But I feel that Mm -hmm. if if you want to wallow in it, you know, you can't overcome anything that you go through if you stay complacent and you wallow in whatever it is that has you bound. Something has to be able to bring you up out of whatever your condition is. It takes writing about it and having somebody else read your story to bring you out of what it whatever it is, then that's what you need to do. And so I'll yeah. write about it. I don't have an issue. And I got people that'll stand with you flat footed and write about their struggles as well. Because they had to overcome. Because somebody had to tell me what I had to do to overcome. Um, so the, the people that are writing about domestic violence, I know a couple of those, those authors. They are phenomenal authors. Um, and the, the people that you want to write about narcissism, you know, um, I think that's a very sticky topic, you know. Because it is. people who are narcissistic don't really believe that they're narcissistic. You know, you can tell a exactly. man or a woman all day, every day that you have narcissistic tendencies, and they're they're gonna deny that. What the hell are you talking about? I'm mm-hmm. not a narcissist. They, they are not going remorseful. To own never. You know,
2: they're never. Never. Own they're not to that. remorseful. So what you want? No.
1: You want somebody who's gone through that, who has dealt with the narcissist, who has removed their self mm-hmm. from the narcissistic relationship. You, because the person themselves who's the narcissist is never gonna be like, all all right, so for you. All right, you know, because they can't own up to the fact that this is who I am. Unless they've truly been delivered from that behavior. And that will be phenomenal to find that type of individual who has overcome, you know what I'm saying, who has been brought through
0: and who who can
1: sit back now and say, you know, wow, somebody actually told me that this is the type of person I was and now this is me now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, That would be amazing to find that individual right there.
2: Yeah. And I understand fear. I understand that uh, right. when it comes to narcissism and you're the victim, I understand your fear. And I, I uh, ooh, cha, uh, or chale, as my daughter would say, oh chale. <laughs> but <laughs> you know it. it uh, it's hard for individuals to step out of their own selves to see, as you said, how it can help the next person. You never know where it's going to take you. I am not, you know, trying to, I don't know what a person would think, but hey, let me put you on Front Street, and you know if you're willing to go through being called out, and I have l- let them exercise the right to use pen names, which I think is was an excellent idea
1: phenomenal. because,
2: yeah. yeah. Because they don't, they still, they're at the stages where they still have to protect themselves. Uh, one of them has a child. And let me tell you, another uh, challenging group, anthology group, is men. I wanted all men to trust me. And they trusted me talking about mental issues because we forget about our men. And they're going through it too. Here, let me help you. I will walk you through it. I will hold your hand. Do you know all of them turned away? No. At different times, yeah. For different And I'm thinking, y'all just don't understand the importance of this topic. And it may take some time. That may take some time. I can't go back to them. I can't do that. I will return to it because, and I purposely chose all men for a reason. And I wanted mature men because that stuff is real, you know they run companies they they work on cars they different facets of life, but the one thing they have in common is a mental illness of different sorts, and it's out to me. To say what is or is not a mental illness, if you feel all of them, oh, that hurt my feelings, that hurt my feelings, I'm like, y'all just don't know, y'all just don't know, maybe the world is not ready for y'all, that is the conclusion that I came to um because that that too is a touch touchy subject they are family men they are heads of households but it they still have this one thing and for outsiders it's common how they act Mm. It's, mm-hmm. it's you know it's become Mm-mm. common. Mm-mm.
1: I I I I'm sorry. I have to disagree. I know three men right now that I can send your way. Um, two of them happen to be ministers, and they are as transparent as I am. They will. They don't have a problem. They will tell you about you know um being men of the cloth, being womanizers, being on drugs, being addicts, uh, going through all of that facing their mental illnesses, damn near committing suicide. You know what I'm saying? But having the strength and having the power of God makes a difference. Being, being, um, 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 when, when God steps into your life and he makes a, a change in your life, that's the difference between um, being able to stand firmly and tell people about your struggle and your story and backing away from saying, no, I can't do it. You have to want to make a change in somebody else's life. Or just sit on and be selfish and say, you know what? No, I'm not grateful from where I was brought from. So I'm gonna connect you with those as well. You know, men, well. men still, like, don't
2: know how to be selfish. They don't know how. In in that way. Yeah, they do do know how to be selfish, but in that way, that I I the group that I had all life. You will not, you can't tell me, patient, that they hold that was not part of this group that stepped away because they couldn't do it. And that just blew me away. That's away. crazy. That's crazy. And you see
1: men all the time talking about, you know, wanting to protect the young men growing up now and, and you, you want them to, you know, feel empowered and you back away from something that is so important, you, you don't understand, you know, the trials and the tribulations that these young men are going through now and how something like that could have been so impactful on their lives because, you know, the mental health of our men, especially our black men, affects mm-hmm. our mental health. It affects mm-hmm. our mental it health. Does. So if you, sir, aren't stable, you know damn well I can't be stable. I'm I'm always worried about, you know, our men. You know what I'm saying? That that's something I say all the time. Your mental health affects my mental health and vice versa. So it is very important, you know because men have this thing, they feel like you know they're supposed to be i'm supposed to be her superhero, I'm supposed to be the mightier one, I'm supposed to be the powerful one I'm not supposed to show my weak side you know what'm I'm always supposed to be you know the stronger of you know the two like I can't show weakness at all, and I don't know where that ever came from, but men have to be able to show that they're vulnerable. They have to. They can't remain strong and resilient all the time. That shit eats them up. A lot of pride,
2: a lot of ego. Too
1: much pride. A
2: lot of pride pride. and a lot of ego. Yeah, and I'm going to tell you on the anthology about domestic violence, I I received a, a stellar response. Everybody wanted to talk about domestic violence. One day. I had a man step forward and said he wanted to be part of the writing team. Now, it's not up to me to question, are you the victim? Or, 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 you know, that's not up to me and that's not why I want you here. But who's to say that he wasn't a victim? of domestic right. violence because men right. can
1: also right and that's and it is just so interesting a of, I'm a domestic violence advocate um and a lot of my counterparts they always mumble about me because I'm always the one that's looking for the cases that there are men who are the um survivors and a lot of times mm-hmm. we see the majority of the times we know that it's the women or children who are the ones that we hear about. And the reason why we don't hear about the men is because, again, the pride and the ego stands in the way. No one's going to believe that my five foot two wife or girlfriend has been whooping my ass for the past 10, 10 20 years. Nobody's <laughs> going to believe that. I'm six foot two. Nobody's going to believe she's been busting me upside my head. You know what I'm saying? So I go harder for these men because, again, they allow pride. An ego to stand in their way, but yes, men can be
2: victims as well and survivors. And I'm it sorry, they can let survivors me tell you. Well. For any of your listeners that want to write about depression, I've had to put that on hold, and who, black man, that wants to write about mental illness, if seek me out, I will make a place for you. It it, it it you know i'm leaving it open um because and especially with depression it, it, people suffer people are suffering yes and yes. they you know and i i feel that and um so you see why i don't Necessi- and I still do I love my family, but writing is my lane, you know, and they can't come to my lane and take over they wouldn't know what to do but so I'm I am I can do your lane, I can do my lane you can't you can't say that. You know, Mm -hmm. you in your lane, you you can only do one thing, okay, and do it well, because I'm going to do my lane very well. These anthologies are just my babies. They truly are my babies, every single one of them. But I hate the men stepped away, and um, I got Uh, A writer An experienced writer hanging, prescient And she's not going anywhere She's looked to me To Find two more Two more And I told her Stay still And she said yes ma'am Okay so she Wants Relief And She figured hey, she's she going to get the relief that has been uh, seeking. And uh, she told me a little bit about what she's going through because of depression, and I want her to have that relief. I really, really do. Who's to say that she won't take off... All- Hit the floor running. I would love that. I I would be a proud mama, <laughs> you know, because it's just, wow. It's just all interesting.
1: If you're just <sighs> tuning in, your are live right here on Two With Tuesdays on Indie Fire with your girl, Nikia and my very special guest, two crimes writer and published author, Samantha Swain. We're talking about um, this this group of anthologies that Samantha is spearheading. Um, She's talking about some very challenging topics, um, domestic violence, narcissism, mental illness, and how it affects men, secrets, depression, and BDSM. Now, We talked Ooh, about in you know, in and, and, and depth. We talked about these other topics, you know what I'm saying? Everybody knows about domestic violence, narcissism, you know, mental illness, how it affects people in general, um, and how it affects men, you know, how secrets can destroy people's lives. Um, everybody knows what depression is doing across the globe. But B D S M, people really don't talk about that. That's like a hush mouth topic, you know what I'm saying? You've probably seen the episode of um, um um SVU where where you've probably seen several episodes where, you know, the guys have died, you know, or the females have died in compromising positions, you know what I'm saying, in bondage yeah. or whatever. All right. Yeah. So I want to jump on this, like, really quick because <laughs> that's something that a lot of people, and if they do talk about it, it's talked about amongst their friends, that circle of friends that, you know, that they they involve themselves with. That's a secret. That's something that is kept from their family. You know what I'm saying? Their family don't know that they mm-hmm. get down like this. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. and I, y'all know I'm very transparent <laughs> around here. I ain't about to tell y'all if I done done this, but I I've done my research. You know what I'm saying? So I'm I'm gonna just say I'm claustrophobic. So I don't really I can't get down with the bondage. You know what I'm saying? The submission. You know <laughs> I'm 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 good with all of that, but. <laughs> For so you guys who may not know what BDSM stands for, so we got bondage, we got discipline, um, we got it's dominance, right? Dominance, submission, yeah, sadism, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's masochism, masochism,
2: uh huh, M A,
1: yeah, something Mas- like that,
2: yeah,
1: yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, All right. So that's what it stands for. Um, mm-hmm. Have you been successful with finding individuals to uh, write
2: categories? Okay. And okay. I have individuals thinking about it. And I understand. Okay. I understand. and Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, I, I you, you know, and I've saved that for last for a reason. And I know that people would look at me like, how do you know? Never mind how do I know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's, uh, hey, it's a way of life. You it know, is. for some individuals, it's a lifestyle. It really it is. is. You know, it's so, and it's not a one time thing. It's, it's not, not. <laughs> you know, um, like, what's her name? Um, Candy on The Real Housewives of Atlanta. It, it, yeah, of Atlanta.
0: Mm-hmm. Now,
2: I don't watch the news, but I was flipping through the channels one day. And it came out that she has a dungeon. Mhm, okay, see it's that type of thing. It's things you would not know on the regular, but it's there, mm. and i you know it's not up to me, and I always let teams know. I'm not in it to judge I'm <laughs> not in you know choose your pen name and choose it wisely and you know i I will just make sure you get paid you know accordingly and right, right. um you know that is very, very interesting. I've had one man. I've approached more than one, but one man with an interest. And, mm. you know, he, yeah, 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 yeah. And I can talk that talk with him. And he knows what I'm saying. And he can talk that talk with me because I know what he's saying. And this sounds um, like a
1: category for. Do you know um um author Monique? <laughs> no, she's an erotic author. This sounds like a category for her, okay, yeah
2: <laughs> and it, yeah, most definitely. and you know it can be a a release whenever you need it to be, but it's all very interesting. You know, so I got a group of writers who are willing to step forward in that, and I gave them the list of categories. Cause see, they they will take over. That that's what's funny to me. They will take over, and before you know it, they wrote the whole book. Well, see, no, that's not, not what we're trying to do. With an anthology uh, You know You pick your topic And you stick with that topic And that becomes hard for them And I think right. that's pretty funny I think they Because they, they mean well And um, Hey Hey And I, 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 I <laughs> There are times When I'm tripping over words, um, but they know what I'm trying to say. See, they've been doing, this is their lifestyle. They've been with their partner for 20 years, 10 years, you know, a long time. So this is nothing, you know, and I have to back them away, like, hold up. Hold on, wait, 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 <laughs> and then uh, you know I I just tell them I'll meet them at the, the starting gate because they they're ready. Yeah, they're funny. <laughs> well, you, they have can't help it. you have a caller.
1: You have a caller. It looks like um I recognize this area code. I think I recognize the number, eight one three. Florida, <laughs> you are live on Indy Fire with Nakia and Samantha. Who do we have on the line?
3: So, hey, hey, Nakia, hey, Sam, this is Fred. How are, how are
1: y'all? <laughs> I thought I recognized the number.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> What's going What's good, on,
1: you How you doing?
3: Hey, you know me, An- another, another day to be alive. Greatful, grateful, yeah. grateful for the opportunity. Grateful for the yeah. opportunity. Yeah,
1: how you been? How
3: you been? Busy, 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 uh, between working and kind of just like you know, you now this little Auntie Rona's here. Auntie Rona's around, so everybody being extra, right. being, being extra, being extra scary right now. But I don't know I don't right. see the reason for it. But <laughs> hey, plus I've been fobbing. The other my other thing is that I'm kind of like a I'm a beat writer for a, a little, for a small magazine. So I've, been, so I've been following the football free agency stuff for for like the last two weeks now. Okay.
0: So been, oh. Not to mention. Now, to if mention I'm not I'm,
1: mistaken, I'm a, aren't you yeah. in in one of these anthologies? I am. You in the BDSM one, right? <laughs> I
3: am not sweetheart. I am. I am. I, I am. I'm. I'm, I'm I am the oh, domestic violence my, my dear. No, I don't, I, don't even, I, don't even, I don't even write. I don't even write that stuff.
2: Wow, that's funny. That is so funny. I knew she, she was gonna tra- work her way to get that in.
3: She, she was. Yeah, so you're the domestic you. violence wow. Damn, she damn, lucky. you're you just
2: a dirty. <laughs> you said How has that experience that been for you?
3: You know what that and you know what that has been a very oh my gosh it's been a I would say a very therapeutic experience. I mean it 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 did bring up bring up a lot of bad emotions when you think what I thought about the situation or what I thought about right. um, the what I experienced, but it also kind right. of put everything in a in a proper perspective for me.
2: Okay, I, I you all being my first group I'm always humbled I'm just like (laughs) y'all y'all just don't know I'm just humbled by you all participating and um, I know one person who's ready to hit the floor running and I And she asked me to do a couple of things for her and I'm behind her 100%. Whatever she wants me to do, I will do it as long as I can. I will do it because I support her. All of you all, Um, Mm. I'm just humbled by you all's participation and I tell you, and this is honest, you all have set the standard for how I want the other groups to be. I always think, well, they didn't do that in the first group. That's what I'll be thinking. Like, they didn't do that. So I'll say nay or yay because it's based on what you all did. Mm -hmm. And I I tried to see it from their point of view. You know, I I tried again. But if y'all y'all didn't do it no. Y'all said they standard. This is how it needs to be because I see how it can be. And I tell the other writers this will be the outcome if you did it this way. And I say it based on what you all have done, and yes. I'm humbled by that,
3: but it's also it's also a good thing that you have that you know the the group of people that we have in our in our on our team is like mm-hmm. everybody's very receptive yes
2: yeah. yes yes, and i when I had asked you know for feedback. The things that were inboxed to me through Facebook, I'm like, wow, whoa. You know, I didn't say that to them, but I'm like, whoa. And, you know, if, well, I had already asked you all, you know, I will tell others, be prepared Because I will dissect something from the statement and their feedback, and I will use it. With their permission, I will use it on the back of the book. You know, when people are trying to get an idea of what kind of feedback the book has gotten, here it is now no one will know that you all wrote it but this is the feedback that I got mm. yeah y'all set the standards
3: i'm just i'm just i'm just looking i'm just looking forward to this, to this book being released when it, once it releases i just know it's just yeah. going to change a whole lot of lives man it's, i'm just looking forward to that
2: yeah Y'all don't know I've received feedback from experienced writers and when I say experienced I'm talking uh, at the ten year mark and two have said that is a best seller. That that will go far. And wow you know, when I sing when I reach back and I Think about the the hookups that I have, like my daughter's babysitter. Um, she um, used to live in Florida, but yep. she has since moved back to her her homeland, Brazil. So yes, I I have the capability of taking the book international. Because she is going to translate a promotional letter for the bookstore there, in order to get your books sold there, and it's like, whoa, whoa, um, I, yeah. and and yeah, like these uh, two experienced writers have said, this is the number one, and. Um, all of the topics that I picked are challenging but yet timely because Very. people's voices need to be heard.
0: Yes, indeed.
2: And I'm glad to be used in that way.
3: Oh, yeah. So it, it's going to be it's going to be good. Awesome. It's really good.
2: Yeah. That is awesome. And thank you. Well,
1: thank you for being Fred, on the team. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Fred, for calling in. Um Samantha, I want to go ahead and give you the opportunity now to go ahead and get all of your contact information out. Um, for those who may be listening live or for those who may call back and I'm sorry, those who may listen in to one of the many, many playback shows. Um, if they're interested in being in any of these anthologies. Um, the narcissism, the mental illness, and how it affects um, men, um, secret depression, uh, BDSM, if they're interested in, um, I don't know, having you on some type of uh, book signing tour. I don't know if they have questions, that they just want to ask you about, you know, how you got into um, the genre of true crimes, if they have questions on how they themselves can you know, start writing in that genre, whatever their need is to contact you. Um, The floor is now yours to get all of your contact information out. I am
2: on LinkedIn under my name. I am on Facebook, which the majority of the people of this earth are also uh, under my name. And I'm on Instagram under phoenix7, which is one word phoenix seven six at phoenix seven six and uh if a person wanted to reach out by way of email i won't turn that away uh, my email address is sam swain underscore pi at com, and uh, please reach out Um, if you want to share an idea, reach out and I tell you um, a lady had asked me when I gave her my email address she said are you a private investigator? the law of attraction is real I've had that email address for so long who knew Who knew that that would be my home, my writing home? And um, I I figured after all this time, because it's been uh, over 20 years that I've had that email address. And I, yeah, I just figured there's no need to change it now because that is, (laughs) yeah, yeah, Exactly. Who knew the law of attraction is real?
1: So guys, let me give you that Instagram again. Uh, Phoenix seven is all one word, and then six is the number. So Phoenix seven six for Instagram. Sam Swain underscore pi at yahoo dot com and Samantha Swain on
2: Facebook. All
1: right.
2: Yes. You got questions?
1: Hit her up. Make sure you got ideas. He said, "Hit her up." All right. I have thoroughly enjoyed my time here this evening with true crimes writer and published author Samantha Swain. Thank you so much for being able to join me here this evening, guys. Make sure that you're right back here at 6:30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Thursday, the 19th, with Christian fiction author, entrepreneur, blogger Chanel back in the house with two major, major. Announcements, Guys, make sure that you're safe. Make sure that you're using um, your own judgment for you and your family. Um, you're adhering to all of these precautions that your state as well as our national government is um, giving you, international government as well, because I know we have some international listeners as well. Um, it's been fun, but we got to run. I'll see you on Thursday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thanks for listening. This is the official right now.
0: We're gonna crown them all right now. My mama, your mama, baby's mamas, mamas, wifey. So if you're near a woman right now, turn to him and say, I appreciate your thought. I know how much it takes to carry and burn a child, and the. you hold-